Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And hi, this is Rev Dub, and we are looking at the text uh, for our week 42. And so week 42, we will be looking at chapter 5, section 1 through section 6 uh, for this session. So let's take some time first to join with the Holy Spirit, joining in His peace, allowing His wisdom to be there for us. Acknowledging his presence. And amen. So we are in chapter 25, which is the justice of God. And our first section is the link to truth. And so that is on page 518 in the text. So that's where we are. We're on page 518, starting with the link to truth. So he starts off here telling us it cannot be that it is hard to do the task that Christ appointed you to do, since it is he who does it. And in the doing of it, will you learn the body merely seems to be the means to do it, right? Just the means of communication. Uh, God's mind is our mind. It's his mind. And so it's ours. And our holiness can be used to direct the body to do those things that he needs us to do. Remember our function being forgiveness here in the world. So we're going to meet the Holy Christ unto himself. And we're not going to uh, know anything except our holiness. Raise the Son to the Father, right? So a lot of poetic stuff here. And so paragraph two, he's saying, how can you manifest the Christ and you accept to look on holiness and see him there? There we go. There's what we're supposed to be doing all the time is looking on the truth that is in somebody, looking on the Christ. The Christ is that oneness that we share, and that's what's so very important. And so when we're looking upon the body, what we're seeing, if that's what we're seeing, or if we're focused on the body, then we're seeing sin and evil. Uh, that's what we're focused on. Are we going to see our brother as ourself, as the truth of who we are? And our perception is a choice. Now, we've heard that before, right? What is it that you want to be? What is it that you want to focus on? It chooses where you think your safety lies at your decision, paragraph three reveals to you what you would have what what it would have you be and so what is it that you want to be do you want to know your true self or do you want to keep up <laughs> the facade that you have been for a long time so do you want to learn something different do you want to know what the truth is you can handle the truth <laughs> And so paragraph four, he's saying you are the means for God, not separate. You don't have a life apart from God. 
remember this whole crazy thing is we think we're separate from God when in truth we are one with him and it's just an idea that we made up where herein came the Holy Spirit immediately to help us to remember that we are always united with God and his life is our life and we are in him and paragraph five, since you believe that you are separate, heaven presents itself to you as separate too. So we think it's something up there, right? <laughs> up there in the heavens or even Holy Spirit, we even seem to think that he's something out there instead of he's that right part of our mind. He's the one that reminds us of the truth that is us, right? That is that part of us. It's not something, oh, Holy Spirit, or, oh, God, it's within us since we are one with him. And that's really what the truth is. So when we join with that truth in our mind then we can really understand God and so that's Holy Spirit there to help us to reach that that's his job and Father and Son and Holy Spirit are as one and as well as with our brothers in truth that's what's so important to know in this and you know we always seem to be repeating you probably notice the same things over and over again so it's not getting stuck on the intellectualizing well why is he saying it this way why is he saying it that way it's are you going to practice it in your life are you going to focus on separation or are you going to focus on joining it's really up to you and so he says that the Holy Spirit serves Christ's purpose in our mind so that the aim of specialness can be corrected, right? That's where the error is. We think that specialness is what we want when it's not. And so Holy Spirit knows the will of the Father. He knows that's what we really want. He's leading us to that, and he's going to teach us how the oneness can be experienced. So he says, uh, what you must do that it can be experienced and where you should go to do it. He's going to tell us. And he has told us. It's not something that we're waiting to hear. <laughs> Jesus keeps repeating over and over here in, in this course how it can occur when we release, when we let go of our separate interests and realize there is only shared interest. So he says, all this takes note of time and place as if they were discreet. For while you think that part of you is separate, the concept of a one is joined as one is meaningless. So as long as we keep believing that we're separate, we're not going to believe that we are joined. So when are you going to give up that thought that we're separate? When are you going to give that up? When are you going to recognize that we're equal, that we're not better than somebody else, and we're not worse, worse than somebody else either. We have our true worth there. So our teacher is here to teach us that. And so at the very end, he says, what is the same cannot be different, and what is one cannot have separate parts? Wow, well, that sums it up, right? That's not what God created. He didn't create these bodies, the world, the trees, the butterflies, that whole thing. It's not what God created. He extended himself in love, created one son. That's it. Nothing else. End of story. <laughs> right? End of story. So the next piece is uh, section two, the Savior from the dark. And he starts off, is it not evident that what the body's eyes perceive fills you with fear? 
Well, yeah, of course. That's what it's supposed to do. This world is fearful. We keep focused on the world and everything going on in it because then we don't have our focus on God. That's the ego's ploy. Somehow we think we're going to have satisfaction here. We're going to have uh, some peace. We're going to have a, a new outcome. We think that uh, we're going to have all kinds of hopes and we're going to place value and the past is going to be made the way we want it to be, but not any of it until we relinquish all of it. We relinquish it and stop cherishing the past, cherishing this world that we're going to get something out of this world that's going to save us, to, that's going to help us. Holy Spirit will use the world to assist us to bring us home. Yet we don't want to be focused on the world and what it has. We have something so much more. And he says in three, is it not also true that you have found some hope apart from this, some glimmering, inconstant, wavering, yet dimly seen that hopefulness is warranted on grounds that are not in this world? And yet your hope that they may still be here prevents you from still giving up the hopeless and unrewarding task you set yourself. And that's what he's saying. The more we focus on, on the world, putting our hope in the world, we're never going to find it. There's never going to be a reward. The reward is realizing that this world is hopeless in itself and that our only reward, so to speak, is the truth of who we are. So the past has failed us. And so just be gone, just be glad that it's gone from our mind. That's what he's telling us. Don't focus on that darkness. We don't have to figure it out, analyze it, intellectualize it in any way. And he says, take not the form for content, for the form is but a means for content. And then he starts to talk about this idea of the frame. Okay, Who hangs an empty frame upon a wall and stands before it deep in reference as if there was a masterpiece there? And that's what we do with this world. The world we've thrown up in a frame in an art museum and saying, wow, look at that. And it's all, all it is is a blank wall for us it's a blank wall but if we and he's saying well if we see our brother as a body this is what we do we're looking at the frame instead of looking at what is within and we've we've had these readings before the two pictures you may remember where we've talked about that too and the thing is is you can't frame what God has created you can't frame the truth you can't put a limit on God's son and so that is the true masterpiece what God created not what we think you know what we see as I'm looking at myself in in the camera uh, software here it's like that's not what God created right the masterpiece the true masterpiece is beyond the body beyond all time, all space, into eternity, that light and love and peace that our Father extended himself as. So down at the bottom of the page there, uh, the Holy Spirit is the frame God set around the part of him that you would see as separate. Yet its frame is joined to its creator, one with him and with his masterpiece. So it's a different kind of frame. It's one that has... Uh, a golden cord in a sense to our creator that we are there we're 
revival and living in him. This is its purpose and you do not make the frame into the picture when you choose to see it in its place. So it just it stays a frame where before we're trying to make the frame the picture that we're seeing. We're trying to make the body more important than what the truth is. The frame that God has given it but serves his purpose, uh, not yours apart from him. It is your separate purpose that obscures the picture. So when we have our own will, our own purpose, we're not seeing the true picture. We're not seeing who we are. We're not appreciating the masterpiece that we are. And what God creates is safe from all corruption. It's unchanged. It's perfect. It's unlimited. Why keep limiting yourself to this little body <laughs> and this little world and this littleness that pervades it when you were something so much more? Now granted, here's this piece that comes in. It's like, wow, you know, wait a minute. I, I still get up in the morning. You know, I have my coffee. I have this, that. Yeah, of course. But now it doesn't matter what the form is. The content is, well, yeah, I'm, I'm God's son. I'm here. I can use this whole world as a classroom for me to remember constantly what the truth is. That I am God's son, that you're God's son, that everyone is. And I can see through the eyes of Christ and only see the light and only see the truth in each and every one. But when we're so focused on the past and our grievances and our judgments, then we're only seeing darkness. That's all we're seeing. There is no hope in that when we're only looking at the dark aspects. And you don't have to analyze the dark. You just need to bring it to the light. And if there's something, what I always say is that if there's something that Holy Spirit wants me to know about my past or uh, that would help me, then I say, uh, let me know. Basically, I, I don't dig. There's a lot of stuff I could be digging for, but I don't bother. I don't bother because I know I can be happy now. It's a choice that I can have right here, right now. So as we're looking back at this uh, reading, and uh, I'm looking at paragraph 9, he says, How could the Lord of Heaven not be glad if you appreciate his masterpiece? He wants us to appreciate his masterpiece. What could he do but offer thanks to you who love his son as he does? Would he not make known to you his love if you but share his praise of what he loves? He wants you to love yourself. He wants you to love your brothers. He wants you to accept that perfect gift. Your brother is that gift. And you know who that brother is that you don't think is a gift to you. That brother is. And that's why it's so important that we forgive. That doesn't mean inform. We have to run up and hug them if they uh, have hurt us. You know, may, maybe uh, if there was a rape situation or a molestation or, or uh, robbery. Or you know, It doesn't mean that you hang out with the person. It means that you do not see them as separate from you in your mind. Now, I have a couple of ex-husbands, <laughs> as some of you may know. And I don't wish ill on them, even the ones that have done some really terrible things. What I see is the truth, that spark of truth in them. And I always remember the truth about them, no matter what. No matter how 
devastating their life still may be, or if they are having a happy life, I only see the truth in them because that is what God wants us to see. That's what Holy Spirit wants us to see is only the truth. Otherwise, we're still plagued by the darkness. We are the same as God himself. We are one. We are undivided in his will. And you have one purpose. And that purpose will lead you. That purpose will guide you. That purpose will bring you peace. And you've never been separate from God's love. Neither has your brother. Neither has anyone. Because God gives his love equally to all. So our next section is three, perception and choice. So he says, to the extent to which you value guilt, to the extent where you perceive in a world which attack is justified. So how much are you going to believe in the guilt? You see where this is going? Same thing again. Are you believing in the guilt? If you believe in the guilt, then that's what you see. We've read this kind of idea before. You see what you believe, and you believe it there because you want it there. That's the line there, right there. It's, he says it's perception's fundamental law right there in the first paragraph. You see what you believe, and it's because you want it there. You want it there. If you feel that you're victimized all the time, that there's somebody after you, somebody out to get you, the world's out to get me, well, it's because I feel guilty about the separation and I've put it there and that's what I want to see out there so that's what I do. That's it. All of that is, it's back to that back in chapter 19 about the obstacles to peace, right? Am I sending out fears messengers? Am I sending out loves messengers? For what I send out, that is what I receive back. So God's laws do not obtain directly to a world perception rules for such a world could not have been created by the mind to which perception has no meaning so this world does not exist right this world is an illusion yet his laws are reflected everywhere wait a minute wait his laws are reflected everywhere now that the world where this reflection is is real at all he says not that this world where his reflection is is real at all only because the son believes it is and from his son's belief he could not let himself uh, be separate entirely. He cannot enter his son's insanity with him. Remember this whole was a tiny mad idea and he could be sure his sanity went there with him. That's why the Holy Spirit was given, right? That's why the Holy Spirit was there. That's that saneness that we were given to realize how insane this world really is. So we have, and he talks about the maker of the world, there is another maker, capital M, the simultaneous corrector of the mad belief that anything could be established and maintained. And so we have the Holy Spirit there in our mind. He has come uh, here to assist us. That's heaven's help. And we're here. We've entered the darkness. Yet no one has entered it alone. And we had the tiny mad idea. We've never... Uh, did that by ourselves. We have heaven's help within us, ready to lead us out of the darkness and into the light at any time. Any moment at all, we can be let out. Are we going to listen to the call to war or the call for peace? It's our choice always. You see how repetitious this is? And yeah, as for me, going through the <laughs> 
entire text with you, uh, I see the repetition over and over because I feel like I'm, I'm just, boy, you must get tired of hearing me say these same things over and over. But this is what Jesus is telling us. He's just telling us in different ways, different formats. And it's just a way that it can get into our mind, however way it, we will allow it to enter this uh, information that it's going to be our forgiveness that sets us free. So if we want peace and forgiveness, then let's offer that to our brothers. Let's offer that to the organizations or politicians or whoever it is that we think are here in the world. When we offer that, then it will descend on us. The peace will descend on us as we see ourselves as equal. So the Holy Spirit is here. Uh, he sees what he sees is far beyond the chance of change. But on his vision, sin cannot encroach. He doesn't look at sin. He says, oh, there was an error. Let's correct this. And boom, it's corrected. So we can never sin. Never. It's not possible. So it's a mistake. And at the very end, he says, uh, for you make it now the instant when all time becomes a means to reach a goal. So we can use time to assist us. He says, make then your choice, but recognize that in this choice, the purpose of the world you see is chosen and will be justified. What choice do you want to see, really? It's your choice. <laughs> Getting tired of repeating this? Uh, yeah, it kind of keeps going, right? So if you've been reading this from the beginning, obviously, you are starting to see how the repetition is. So here we are uh, now up upon uh, section for the light you bring and so in the light you bring this is a shorter section and it says that minds are joined and recognize they are minds that are joined and recognize they are so we're recognizing that we are joined can feel no guilt because in the shared interests there is no guilt we cannot attack we feel safety we feel happy in this and the joy that we possess then will be the innocence that we see all around us and everyone seeks for joy however we define it and the ego will certainly tell us what that joy will be right and it's always involves something here in the world that we can grasp and take hold of whether it's a relationship or a material item uh, knowledge whatever it is and that's not what God wills for us and so uh, in paragraph two he says you will rejoice at what you see because you see it to rejoice and while you think that suffering and sin will bring you joy and sometimes we are that way right we think there's a payoff when we are suffering in some way so long that is what we will see when we think there's a payoff we're going to keep suffering and uh, we become so comfortable in our uncomfortability that we don't believe that there is anything more than that so we made this world okay so big deal we made this world but now we can rest and take comfort in that there's another world where peace does abide and this world will bring to you all the weary eyes and tired hearts that look on sin and beat its sad refrain from there you come to rest from this you another world rises and there, you will have such a vision 
of truth that your heart will be glad there will be gentleness though there'll be light for that is what you want all that you thought was evil will be eliminated and would you not do this for yourself would you not do this is what God wills for you isn't this what you want and so everything else can be set aside and when you're in that light there is the quiet there is your innocent self your true self there is no fear there is only love and from this place you can extend to others and know that you can never be abandoned you can never be alone and you want to extend that and bring your brothers in as well because in you is all of heaven yes indeed every leaf that falls is given life in you there's the poetic coming in each bird that ever sang will sing again in you and every flower that ever bloomed have saved its perfume and its loveliness for you it's just poetry so how better could you bring your own mistakes to the truth by your willingness to bring the light of heaven with you as you walk beyond darkness it's yours it's yours it's yours nothing more than that it's yours accept it take it <laughs> section five the state of sinlessness well what is it the whole desire that attack is gone and attack is gone so there is no reason to perceive you the son of God other than what you are no more need for guilt right attack and sin are just one illusion you don't need it if we attack we're making Christ our enemy and then we're making God our enemy and that's why we feel guilty and that's why we think we're going to be punished and that's why we're here and we punish ourselves better than, than God could we think right and so we're we're um, fearful <laughs> we feel self-hatred we attack ourselves and we continue to attack ourselves because we think we are our own enemy and that's why we keep attacking we keep attacking so but Christ is there Christ does not leave us he stands before us each time we look at our brother and he's not gone just because we close our eyes or just because we don't want to listen to what Christ has to say to us that doesn't mean he's disappeared Christ is not the enemy Christ is our friend it is us it is our oneness it is your brother my brother everyone listen to that call listen to it calling you to something different something than what you've had before and even if you've been studying for a while there's always something else that can pull us a little bit forward a little bit more forward we can always learn and I know in my many years over 20 some years of studying the course that I always can learn something new and I do because just as much as I love and appreciate the words that Jesus tells us there's times too that the walls can go up between me and a brother and I have to be willing to recognize the wall recognize how I'm feeling knowing that it's my own attack my own self-attack that's keeping the wall in place and when I can recognize that well 
that I can see the Christ, that it's there to save us. So are we going to fulfill our function, our function of forgiveness? We're going to be happy. When we forgive, we're happy. One of the workbook lessons tells us that, right? I will forgive and be happy. Let me not forget my function. Forgiveness overlooks it all and sees that nothing has occurred. So now I'm going to look at my brother and I'm going to see my function. I'm going to see him differently and allow myself to be and allow them to be what God appointed us to be, the saviors of the world. That brother is my savior. So in forgiveness will I understand God's love for me. Wow, I didn't do anything wrong. It was all a mistake, mistaken thought, all my own perception. Wow. And then I look at my brother and I see him as my savior, or like I said, brother could be an organization, could be the government, could be whatever, whatever situation, right? That we're placing outside of ourselves, trying to make ourselves separate when this whatever is there to, you know, our past, whatever, can be heaven to us or hell to us as we perceive, as we perceive. It's up to us. So our last section for today is the special function and the grace of God he tells us rest gently on forgiving eyes so we're still talking about forgiveness and everything they look on speaks of him to the beholder he can see no evil nothing in the world to fear and no one who is different from himself and as he loves them so he looks upon himself with love and gentleness that's forgiveness that's what forgiveness does for us We've been so accustomed to the darkness. And so, like Plato's cave, right? They become so accustomed to the darkness and the shadows on the wall. And so when the when someone is freed and they step out of the light, it's so blinding. Because all they've known is darkness. And, and that's why at times we're afraid. Because all we have known is our pain that we've had. Our comfort and our discomfort. And so when the light shines in, it says, hey, you can have something else. You can have peace. It's like, no, I think I'll stay here in my unworthiness because I don't deserve that. So don't turn away from that light. We want the light. The grace of God is with us. The light has dawned on us. We can step out. And we can step out on faith and trust knowing this is what God wants for us. He wants this for us. He wants us to know ourselves as what he created. So the Holy Spirit sees this. He sees the specialness. He sees that what we really want is to heal. No more harming ourselves. No more harming our brothers. We heal. We simply heal. So he gives us a special function, a function he alone can fill apart for only him. Nor is the plan complete until he finds a special function and fulfills the part assigned to him to make himself complete within a world where incompletion rules. 
So here the laws of God don't prevail in perfect form. Yet he can do one perfect thing and make one perfect choice. Forgiveness is the only function meaningful in time, he tells us. It is the means the Holy Spirit uses to translate specialness from sin into salvation. Forgiveness is for all. But when it rests on all, it's complete. Every function of this world completed with it. And so we take our special part. There's things that we need to do, that we work on. So salvation is no more than just a reminder that this world doesn't exist. The laws that we think that are imposed upon us are not there. Now that doesn't mean you go out you drive through red bites, right? It means the content of our mind, that I'm not contained by limitation of what the world has told me. That I know in my mind that I am an unlimited being um, created by God. That's what it is. So no more using specialness to hurt us in any way. So Holy Spirit needs our special function that His may be fulfilled. Think not you lack a special value here. You wanted it and it is given you. All that you make and serve salvation easily as well. The Son of God can make no choice. The Holy Spirit cannot employ on His behalf and not against Himself. Holy Spirit can use every choice that you've made to help you. The ego would use it to hurt you. Holy Spirit will use it to help you and to heal you. So in the light, darkness does your specialness appear. Only in darkness does your specialness appear to, to be attacked. In light, you see it as your special function as the plan to save the Son of God. So if you interpret whatever has occurred in your life, say, like in the past, you interpret from the ego's darkness, well then, yeah, it's there. And it's going to keep you under its thumb. It's going to keep you limited. But I allow the Holy Spirit to translate what has occurred in the past, allow it to be used to not only help me, but it may help other people. And I know I've shared some of my past experiences with other students, and they have been very helpful because I did that, that they can break out of the chains of abuse and, and that sort of thing that maybe has kept them down before. And so that's using what I've gone through to help to heal others. That's what we're here for, to bring us all as one. So now, give your give your function to your brother as well. Take his function. Take it gently from your brother's hand and let salvation be perfectly fulfilled in you. Do this one thing and everything will be given you. Your brother there is showing up for you to help you, your Savior, to help you heal an area of your life. Let them do so. And you do so for them as you be the demonstration of God's love and peace here in the world. So next time we'll be looking uh, at our week 43 readings and those would be chapter 25 section 7 through chapter 26 3. So I thank you so much for joining with me and as always I wish you much peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.